the time is 2020 and of course on a Tuesday typically we would have been 10 minutes in a conversation now with our guest who this evening is activist and former Secretary General of the Social Justice Coalition Mr. Adoli Lenotjuala very brief very briefly he's an activist former Social Justice Coalition Secretary General we know about the Social Justice Coalition they're a grassroots social movement campaigning for safe healthy and dignified communities in some of South Africa's most underdeveloped townships. Of course, in 2015, alumnus of the Building Bridges Leading in Public Life program at the University of Cape Town. In 2016, he was a Mandela Washington Fellow, a very high honor, and has served on boards and advisory committees of organizations, among others, My Vote Counts, Equal Education, Black Sash, Human Rights Commission. Atolila academically has earned a Bachelor of Arts in Political Leadership and Citizenship from UNISA. His life is about fighting and ensuring in the true sense there is social justice and engaging the coalitions of social justice. So even the metaphor is perfect. He has been the Secretary General of Social Justice Coalition and this evening he is soon going to be a radio talk show host. Atolile, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us and I do apologize for robbing you of your time and shine here on SAFM with the technical challenges. But hey, we are here on the platform and let's appreciate it. One and two and use it most effectively. How are you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, my guest is supposed to be Mr. Akolile Nojuala. I don't know what's going on between my system and that of his and the linkages between Johannesburg and Cape Town, whatever is supposed to be going on. It really should be taken care of now. On the viewpoint. We'll try again, Mr. Agoli Lenotjuala. Good evening. Good song as well, um, and thank you. Uh, yeah, finally managed to to hear you. I appreciate that, and um, perhaps I'm just going to literally just give you an opportunity to introduce yourself the way you prefer to be known to the listenership here on SAFM. We're going to take an ad break after which I really do not want to take any more of your time and, and risk further unsettling you. Just answer that basic question in the broad bro- broad brush strokes that you prefer, who you are, your record in public service and in social justice activism in particular, after which we'll take an ad break and then you get on with the takeover as you have prepared yourself to do. Go for it. Um, good evening, Songezo, and uh, good evening to your listeners. Um, my name is Akoli Lenetjuala, uh, and I am an activist uh, based in Cape Town, uh, and I've spent um, over around 12 to 13 years of my life um, in the trenches, uh, in the ground with communities, more specifically those living in informal settlements, but predominantly poor and working class black communities. Uh, struggling with them um, for the most basic of services and uh, struggling for for dignity for those that um, do not currently enjoy most of the rights in the South African Constitution. Um, So yeah, that's my brief uh, introduction. Fantastic. Well, you have the opportunity now to engage Mr. Tapero Mohabi, General Secretary of Abatlalibasem Jondolo, of course, we know much about Abatlalibasem Jondolo and the continued constitutional court, high court, Supreme Court litigation, but essentially fighting for the right to dignity, particularly as 
um, challenged through the right to housing. So I'm not going to steal any more of your time. And I really want you to engage your guest as you would have prepared. So after this very, very short stink, uh, the floor is yours. Thank you, Songhez. Songhez on SAFM. Um, good evening, um, SAFM listeners, um, and good evening, Mr. Mohapi. Are you there? Can you hear me? Um, Tabelo? Tabelo, are you able to hear me? Uh, it seems like the technical challenges are still with us. Um, we are trying to get hold of Tabelo. Um, Mr. Mohapi? I can hear you. I don't know if you can hear me on the phone. I can hear you. Uh, okay. I can hear you very well. Uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, and I trust uh, Sonia will stay with me in trying to navigate um, the, the 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 show today as someone who's very well experienced uh, than than I am. Uh, but welcome, uh, welcome, comrade. I'm gonna call you comrade as I normally would. Um, my guest today is comrade uh, Tapelo Mohapi of Abashali Basan Jondolo. Um, and as long as I mentioned, Abashali Basan Jondolo is a, a democratic mass movement um, of the oppressed um, in South Africa. Uh, and uh, Tapelo is currently in, in, in Debe. Maybe briefly before we get into what we'll talk about today, um, if you can just briefly uh, talk about Abashali and, and 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 the work that you that you do in the current context of South Africa and South African challenges. Um, thank you very much. Uh, good evening to the viewers. Uh, I'm speaking to the former General Secretary of the Social Justice Coalition. Currently, you are speaking to the current University General Secretary of the Western Journal. Abashal Lawson Jondolo was formed in 2005 to fight for, promote, and advance the interest of the poor and impoverished in the Sheikh. Ours is to improve the lives of the poor and especially those who are living in informal settlements. But ours is mostly is to build a just and equal society where people are respected regardless of their social economic status or where they come from. Doesn't mean that because you are middle class, you must uh, be respected more than those who are living in shacks. People who are living in shacks are human beings. People who are living in shacks are can think. Um, government in most cases think that people who are coming from informal settlements cannot think and hire architects and individuals to think on behalf of the informal settlement. We are saying that those who live in informal settlement are human beings, are South Africans, they vote and have the right to think for themselves and can create their own, um, um, you know, suburbs and build their home or homes in wherever they live. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much for that, uh, that explanation. Um, you, you, you speak about the agency um, of of people living in informal settlements, uh, people living in in, in shacks, uh, and we and, and I think we both know in 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 the work that we've done that it's normally those people whose voices are not are not heard. Um, so uh, I think today we 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 are going to speak about 
the the devastating floods and uh in 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 the context of um more specifically those living in informal settlements because i think um many challenges that that affect south africans uh whether it's pandemics whether it's disasters we know that there are certain populations that are more affected than 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 the others and and today i think abatlali basam jondolo organized a prayer vigil um at one of the um communities the Nkanini occupation where some of your members are staying uh in honoring and remembering those who have lost um uh lives in the de- devastating floods uh maybe tell us about uh tell us about that uh Mr Mohabi Yes um Kevin at this point in time is facing a devastating situation it's a humanitarian crisis that we are faced with um uh one of i mean some of us who are activists on the ground here uh went um interviewed some of the people uh, as I speak to you in one of the communities in Anest Drive there's a young woman who has lost her eight year old child uh, and the child has not been found as yet it's very uh, frustrating and difficult and emotional training for us as activists to actually speak to someone who says that I just want to bury the remains of my child. But it's the mm. same issues everywhere. In New City, a three-month-year-old child has not been found as a sick. Um, there, there, there's a lot. Um, today, we were actually honoring people who have lost because we regard them as heroes. Um, this devastation, I mean, our life, in fact, has always been a disaster. Um, mm. When we live in sheds, we are faced with fire. Uh, we know what had happened in just Lobo community in Ketchup that the poorest mm. of the poor are hardest hit when it comes to these disasters, whether it's fire that uh, engulf uh, communities or whether it's yeah. um, the devastating floods that we are having. In, in 2019, in then we lost about 70 people as a result of the flood, and the government has not improved the infrastructure or ensuring that those who live along the riverbanks are removed or relocated to other areas. So um, we continue to live um, under these conditions. So our lives have, have always been a disaster. So we have said that as a matter of that today we will um, hold a, 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 I mean, a prayer vigil in a community itself, unlike government who will go to the International Convention Center in Devon and hold a, 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 a prayer on behalf of the people without the people knowing about it. How do you pray for someone when someone is not part of it or doesn't know whether you are praying for them? So we said we are going to pray with the people, we are going to find solutions with the people, and we are going to be with our people on the ground. Just saying. Um, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Comrade, Comrade Tapelo. I'll, I'll keep um, uh, calling you Comrade because I'm used to calling you that. Um, you you speak of constant disasters, um, and 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 I think this is the reality uh, in many places um, across South Africa. Um, at the same time, when many were mourning uh, and trying to respond to the um, devastating floods in KZN, there was a huge fire in Cape Town um, that affected hundreds of 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 of, of families. Um, and again, this is the daily reality um, 
uh, when when we speak of disasters, we speak of um, where the daily life is disrupted, uh, where there's great damage, where there's loss of life, where there's injury. But again, in terms of your work, we know that this is something that as much as the, the, uh, the manner in which it happens with these disasters, uh, in terms of the work that you do, uh, some of these things um, are on a daily basis. Um, um, I want, I want, I want, I want to come back to that, um, but I'd also like to to get the uh, the listeners to call in uh, if you have any questions for Comrade uh, Tapelo or myself. Uh, please do join us. Uh, call call in at zero one one seven one four two double zero six, and you can also send a voice note on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Um, and 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 just tell us who you are. Um, and uh, again, my name is Tolilo uh, Nojuala, and I'm currently talking um, with uh, Comrade Utapelo uh, Tapelo Mohape, and 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 I think Songezo is 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 still with us. Um, Comrade, while we're still waiting for the listeners to join in, uh, what what has the government not done? Um, uh, Comrade Tabello. Uh, tomorrow we are celebrating Freedom Day, um, and in 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 that context and in your reflection, um, uh, I'm saying we are celebrating because there are people that are celebrating. Uh, but it's it's to many of us it's just a commemoration. What what has the government not done, or what have been the failures of the government in terms of trying to prevent? Uh, such devastation. We cannot necessarily uh, prevent some of the disasters, but how do we prevent such devastation when a disaster um, happens? Uh, Comrade, we, we are celebrating the so-called freedom 20 years post apartheid. Apartheid was a very evil uh, system that oppressed our parents. And I think uh, my parents who are right now moving in their graveyard to know that I'm still living in a shack uh, 20 years, 28 years later um, after they have fought. Because the impression that those who have fought were ANC members is it, 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 uh, unfounded. It's it, it lies. Every black person during apartheid fought against uh, the evils of apartheid. So I'm still living. Uh, and have inherited what my parents have lived. My, what I'm living through the life that my parents have lived. I'm, I'm, I mean, um, when the devastating flood took place, I was living in my shed, and I had to go out worried what's going to happen to my home. Uh, fortunately for me, like many others, it was just water that uh, removed or messed my clothes and everything else and my furniture and so forth. But many people in this country are living what I'm living. My, at a young age, I am. I'm a young person, but yet I have not seen freedom. Uh, this is fake freedom for us. We believe that the freedom that we were supposed to have gained in 1994 uh, was betrayed by those who are here. It's corrupt. It's corruption. And I want to put it bluntly and say that the one billion rand that has been uh, put forward for the disaster uh, will not go 
to the um, affected people who in the informal settlement. That's why as civil society, social movement, we need to actually find other ways because the one billion will go to the vultures in the Ethiopian municipality who continue to be corrupt, the so-called radical economic transformation, the RT um, that have won the, the city are the ones who are in control of the city. And therefore, those are the ones who will ensure that corruption remains and the status quo remains. And therefore, we... Um, I mean, in, I'm, I'm, as I speak to you right now in my ward, what can you see? Um, the, the ward councillor, who is a DA councillor, is nowhere to be seen. Uh, and the mm. ANC chairperson is the one that is responsible for this SASA distribution. And that SASA distribution that are taking place um, are actually given to the ANC chairperson who is seen as the one that is supposed to be the councillor. In other words, the councillor, because he's a DA and the municipality is run by the ANC, the councillor of the DA is not recognized, and therefore the ANC person is the one that is recognized. So members of Vatali have not received any assistance when it comes to SASA. Um, three days, uh, I mean, two days ago, um, Sasa, after three weeks of this disaster, we're only starting to as- to assess how uh, the disaster has affected people in the informal settlement and how do you do that after three weeks. Um, so people on the ground are hungry, people on the ground are frustrated. Uh, when we distributed food in one of the uh, communities in New City, people were fighting over food which is something that we've never thought of South Africa in post-apartheid South Africa, that black people will still continue to fight for food. So people are hungry, people are desperate, people are living under uh, difficult conditions, people are uh, are starving, and that's a reality. And this government is nowhere to be seen. All we are seeing is water tankers going to premier's houses. Um, People are desperate for water. We are going to get sick recently. Uh, as a result of the aftermath of the floods, people because you know be washed away into rivers, and we are drinking the same water. So there, there is, uh, I mean, the case of them is a crisis, and we we require help, we require urgent help, and that help will not come from government. Government does not care about the poorest of the poor. Government does not care about us who are living in shacks. Government only cares uh, about uh, looting. And the looting continues. So we must not think that the looting ended with the state capture. The looting starts right now. Uh, you you go in the in, in the Ethiopian municipality. The, there is a, um, a a fund that was meant to bury the bereaved people who have died as a result of this. Um, people are, have have not been registered. People are using their own funds. People yeah. are trying to put monies together to bury their loved ones, but there's monies that are, are, are announced. There are procedures and uh, things, the bureaucratic things that are put in place so that those who are living in checks, those who are poor, cannot access these funds. So we are still struggling. Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you very much, Comrade Appel. Um, and and if you've if you've just joined us, I'm joined by Comrade uh, Tapelo Mohapi of Abathalo Basamjondolo, and my name is Atolile Nojwala on uh, on the Tuesday takeover today. 
Um, and please do call in uh, and participate in the conversation. The number is 011-714-2006. And you can also send a voice note on 061-410-4107. We have a caller, uh, Pule, who is in in, in Deben. Pule, welcome. Um, if you can just um, uh, briefly be part of the conversation. Tell us, Pule, in Deben, uh, what, what are you seeing? What have you been uh, experiencing that side? Uh, thanks, 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 brother. Uh, things are not uh, good, looking good at all, but I think there is progress uh, in one way or the other. Uh, my comment is uh, for the people who are representing people who of John Dollar, is that uh, as things are done, as some uh, initiatives are there for them to to progress and go forward, they also, as we are blaming the government, we are blaming the municipality for infrastructure and whatever. But they also need to look at themselves because it's not one-sided. Uh, as mm-hmm. he's saying that people are not who are living in John Dollar are not looked after. But for example, if you look at Chesterfield, if you look at, at, at West Ridge areas, you will find that people who are living in shacks, from time to time they are moved. They say, you don't stay here, go and stay somewhere here, somewhere else. But the leadership also need to be blamed that they put people in, in a precarious situation that here is, here is a river that is passing here and people are moved. Mm. And for example, if you look at the West Ridge area, from time to time, the government would build uh, uh, some structures there. Immediately after this person has been moved into a, a, a permanent position, somebody comes in and occupy the very same space that that person has been moved from. Sometimes you, you wonder whether people who are representing people who stay in general are, are abusing the very same people who are at risk. Because why do you allow a person to stay in an area that you can see that is not safe? And you allow people to stay. People are moved. I mean, if you take a, if, for example, if you take a... a Situation in, in, in Alexandra, Jamskei River. People have been moved for, for years, but other people keep on occupying the very same space. So I, 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 you, you, you sympathize with them, but you don't sympathize with them because people are being abused. Poor people are being abused, but the very same guy who's sitting there, they are pushing yeah. people to come and stay there and eventually blame the government. Why don't you tell the people that this is not a safe area? We are having floods in Devon right now, in KZN. But here are the same people who are occupying the city. If you go to West Ridge right now, even beforehand, there are always drains that are flowing, because these guys are are throwing whatever debris into 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 the drainage. And they are blocking the drainage. The very same people who are living in John Dollars. So these guys need to be held accountable for what they are doing to the poor. It's not only the government. They themselves are to be blamed for that. Thank you very much.
Thank you. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to have as, 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 as many callers as, as possible, but thank you very much for your, for your comment. I'll, I'll give Tapelo to, uh, to respond once we've taken a few other callers. Um, we have Aisha in Washington. Aisha, if you can be very brief, please. No, I won't be brief. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Sangeza. For your show last night, I give you 10 out of 10. I must tell you that the the viewpoint on my scorecard has got a couple of 10s, and then it's the JSB. They've only got two. You have about six. Um, Gentlemen, I'm an activist from the Northern Cape. I, I understand you exactly. And the reason why I'm calling to the previous mm. caller. Yeah. Let, let, let me respond to the previous caller. Sir, it is the state's responsibility to be prepared for, for natural mm. disasters and to do their job. So they should have had yeah. a, a, an action plan and given people alternative, service alternative land to settle. Mm. And I won't even talk about the rubbish and, and the drains. That is not important. My issue here is water. I want to know if you guys got water from anybody. Mm. And then why <coughs> not receive food? And then I want to know. This should be a people-centered government. So they were clearing roads and doing what and clearing the port so that other people can make money and they didn't take care of the people of South Africa. Mm. That's all that I wanted to... to, to, to I, I will listen on the radio. And as Gift of the Givers, Thank you. have you contacted Gift of the Givers? And, 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 and you must contact the Human Rights Commission. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Aisha. Um, we have uh, one last caller, and then we're going to bring in uh, our comrade Tabelo. Um, Mike in, in Deben, um, please tell us how things are in your site and uh, just please give us your, your views. How things are on this side. You know, the old Portuguese mariners, they hated it when they were sitting on a still sea with no wind. And that's what we're sitting in at the moment. They dreaded it because they knew there was big, heavy weather coming. Uh, the president has announced that billions is, being, is going to be handed out to people. Now, I'm a whistleblowing activist. I investigate fraud and corruption. We've just gone through this COVID-19 PPE money scam. A lot of people have been arrested. Some have appeared in court. There are others that are still to be in court. Now, the first name that came up with helping distribute, distribute this money for the people that have been affected with this uh, storm damage, was the mayor Kowanda in Durban? Now you know that he handed you know that he handed out 456 million of PPE money, and he only gave it to comrades that had ANC 
membership cost, 456 million. The case is sitting with the NPA at the moment. And and he he must not be allowed anywhere near this money. Nowhere near. Um, thank you, thank you very much, Mike. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 very difficult uh, in times of uh, uh, devastation. We hear and we see these things, these things happening. Um, and and Mr. Muhapi, I'm going to bring you in um, um, uh, just to just to briefly, and then we're going to go and 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 listen to some to some voice notes. I know, uh, comrades of Abathali. Um, not it's not only just about the struggling and the fighting it's also about building community uh, and so in times like these um, you you as comrades have community kitchens and and and, and food solidarity programs uh, can you please just uh, tell us about about those those programs and 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 how you've been handling those programs during these difficult times yes uh, thank you thank you very much but I think the last listener, um, uh, it, it, it's very, you know, um, I mean, this is a sitting mayor that has been accused of these allegations. And now how do you, I mean, corruption robs of the poor for, for services. We know that the, mm-hmm. the former mayor prior to that was also involved in the DSW that had been solid waste corruption mm-hmm. uh, that was over 400 million that she, she's attending, and of course she's the chairperson of the region right now of Etiquini, which automatically makes he, her a mayor. And I'm telling you why I'm saying that. It's because if you are, the, the, the mayorship of Etiquini is not controlled by the current mayor, whoever she, who or she is, uh, but it's actually controlled by whoever is the chairperson of uh, the region. So the, the, the decisions with the billions, I mean, the billion rent that is coming to then is not going to be made by uh, uh, Mr. Kaunda, the current mayor. It will be made by Vandele Kumete, who is uh, mm. the chairperson of the ANC in the region. So the, the decisions will be made at commercial city and not at the city hall in the municipality by the ANC. Yeah. So that, those are some of the things. But I just want to make people understand that um, when people move from the rural areas where there's poverty, they come to the city. And when they come to the city, they come to look for better opportunities to better their lives, to come closer to better universities, better education, and better um, jobs, access to jobs and amenities. The problem with uh, the city of Bethlehem in most, in most cases is that uh, when they relocate people, they don't engage with the people. There's no meaningful engagement with the people. And they relocate them 20 kilometers away from these uh, facilities which people have moved from the other areas for. And people are bound to then come back to the informal settlement because they, we know why we came to the city. We know mm-hmm. why we built informal settlements. That's why you don't find informal settlements in the rural Eastern Cape. It's because we are here strategically to actually access these amenities that we don't access in the rural areas. So if you don't engage meaningfully with the people on the ground and you undermine people in the informal settlement and you say these are shared settlements and therefore these people do not think 
uh, cannot think for themselves and they will, therefore we're going to think on their behalf. So therefore we're going to remove them and put them there because this is a house as opposed to that informal settlement. So a house must not be seen yeah. as, as, as a structure. A house must be seen as a, a, a skill transfer. It must be seen as a, an, an opportunity for someone to access jobs. It must be seen uh, as something that is going to build the economy of the country. So it must not be seen as, as something that if, if you provide me a house 50 kilometers where I live, therefore I must ex- accept that. There must be a yeah. meaningful engagement between government and the people that are going to be located to the place. And we are saying, and we are calling this that we do not want people to build along the riverbanks. Therefore, people who have right. built in the riverbanks must be relocated. But those people must be meaningfully be engaged. We don't say that we have allocated so, uh, people in, in Golan yeah. too, for instance. And you say that, well, we, well, we have found land for you. And therefore, you must have people are suitable for that land. My sincere apologies. Comrades, because of the technical difficulties, we're running a bit out of time. Can we just hear the the the, the voice notes? Um, um, uh, we okay. we probably won't even have time for that. Um, I want to hand. I have to hand back to uh, to to Song Ezo. I am ho- I am uh, wishing that we had uh, a bit bit of enough time. Uh, but before that, I want to thank um, uh, Lisejo, thank Tabiseng, and Sia. It's been quite a, a journey. This is this is my first time doing this, and we started with some difficulties. But I want to thank you very much, Comrade Tabelo, uh, and thank the the listeners and those who who, who joined in. Um, uh, comrade uh, Lisejo, also coming, calling you Comrade now. I'll I'll hand you back. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Akolile. Much appreciated. You had mentioned that there are voice notes to be played, so perhaps let's take these voice notes and try and get some more engagement on the topic that you had engaged in the last half hour. Sure. Good evening, sir. in Cape Town. You know, I just want to tell the people and all the listeners here. People of KZN, all of. I hope and we must be honest and put everything as it is. Former President Jacob Zuma got a foundation. That's my view. Got a foundation whereas they can challenge every decision in court millions and millions he must contribute there's another uh, um, that trust of the the king they must pay also for that money thank you one does not know where that voice note is leading to but certainly um there's a lot of cause for speculation in that a route that i'm not going to take the bait on certainly thank you so much for your very kind words there aisha in uppington um you are very kind and certainly yesterday if you need to know from my mouth yesterday was a great show's discussion i'm just wondering if mr notwala is there notwala are you there i'm still here yes 
Thank you very much for the show, and please receive my humblest of apologies for the manner in which the show started. It really has been unfair to you, but you acquitted yourself very, very well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Time is 21 hours, everybody. It's time for news.